It's Gas to Go from Sonic 1029. Good morning, my many friends. I'm Gunner Andrew Show Studio Usher Teddy Peterson. Say, there's a new dress on the market that becomes see-through when the wearer is turned on. It's a good thing there aren't pants that become see-through when the wearer is turned on. Or every guy sitting on those benches outside Victoria's Secret and West Edmonton Mall would be in a whole lot of trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Now silence. Silence, I say. For can't you see we're trying to do a show here? Here comes another steaming pant load of Garner Andrew's show on the Sonic. Gas to go from Sonic 129. We're going to do a little um, missed connections here. Uh, I got somebody on the phone. Who is this? This is Kim. Hey, Kim. Hey. Um, so I was driving home last night, and um, I think of myself as a courteous driver, so I moved over to the left so the guy in his truck could come on, and as I passed him, I looked over and happened to smile because that's what I do to everybody and um, then he sped up past me but then kind of like paced so I caught up and as I caught up to him he had his number in the window asking me to call him I don't know who does <laughs> so this guy's <laughs> driving a big truck well not it wasn't a huge truck but yeah. still but he had his number in the window and he was an attractive man and he had a beautiful smile and I wasn't able to get the whole number though so I don't know well, I let's mean, see if we can track this guy. <laughs> Kim, just a second. Let's see if we can track this guy down. What was he driving? He was in a first choice. Um, he was in a first choice waste management truck. Okay. And I know it was just hilarious, but I don't. I was just like, I was flabbergasted because who does that? But he wow. did, and I'm intrigued now. So. Um, no, he wasn't. It just didn't have the company phone number in the window, and you kind of in your mind. Built no, it, it up to number. be him. It was, uh, it was not, yeah, because I have the, I tried to take a picture of my phone. Okay, now really Kim, just stop for a second. Yeah. Was it written on a piece of paper? What yeah. was, okay, so it wasn't like you mistook the company number for him trying no, to no, ask you he out. he wrote, wrote it with Sharpie or something and stuck it in the window and okay. said, call me maybe. It was a big question mark, but I couldn't get the whole number. Okay, well this is going to be fantastic, <laughs> especially if his wife is listening. <laughs> Um, well, let's see if we can track this guy down. This is great. Now, Kim, hang on a second. I'm going to, I'm going to get your phone number off air, okay? Yeah. yeah. And then I want to see if we can connect these dots. That would be hilarious. First Choice Waste Management was the name of the company. Yeah, it was a quarter to seven last night. I was driving a black Kia. We're going to make this work, Kim. Hang on. <laughs> Couple of concerns though here. Um, first of all, he wrote a note while driving. What kind of monster are we dealing with? Um, secondly, he's a grown man quoting a Carly Rae Jepsen song lyric on said note. A little worrisome. But who am I to stand in the way of a speeding love locomotive? It's time for Music News you can use with Bryce Kelly. It's Thursday, April 10th, and this is What's Up. Today is the day that Nirvana get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The remaining members, Chris Novoselic and Dave Grohl, were on The Tonight Show last night and talked about the good old days, including why on earth they smashed their equipment so often. It would make our sets, like, sensational, and then we'd play for 45 minutes, maybe 50 minutes, because Kurt was so intense, you know, and he'd be out there intense and... 
45, 50 minutes, and we can get off if we smashed everything. But then we played live shows. <laughs> That's true. You can't do an encore if everything's That's broken. Right. Genius! It's rumored that Nirvana may perform at tonight's ceremony with Joan Jett on vocals. The induction will air on HBO, but not until next month. Sonic! Outside of Nirvana, there's some exciting news for Incubus fans. Brandon Boyd has told Rolling Stone that the band has been hanging out lately and is tentatively making plans to make new music, but it likely won't happen until early 2015. That does it for another edition of Music News You Can Use on Sonic. Sonic 1029. Easy money. That's what we were talking about on the show yesterday. The least you did for the most amount of money. These are fantastic stories. Go ahead, Sonic. How's it going, Gunner? Good. Good. I don't know if this counts, but me and my wife were out shopping for furniture, and we stopped at this place. I don't want to name it. It's a liquidator place anyways. And they had these bar stools, and I sat on it, and when I lifted my legs up, the seat blew up, and it cut through my pants and through my scrotum. I took about a four-inch gash into my sack, but in the long run, it paid out ten grand. It was totally worth it. This to me, this sounds like BS. No, no, I'm not joking. The name of the company was Radio Edit. And I only wanted $5,000 for one week of loss of wages because I'm a self-contractor, and they doubled it. The, what, do you, what do you mean by the bar stool blew up? So the seat, it was like this hard plastic or some type of plastic compound, and when I sat on it, I put my feet up to go on the crossbar, and the plastic just, it shattered. And it, was, it impaled my pants. I still have my pants. My wife, she's a, she sewed, so she fixed my pants. But everything worked out good. I got a $10,000 payout from that. And everything's still functioning 100%? Oh, yeah, everything works good. It was just a nice cut. I don't know if I would cut it to do it, but freak accident, it was worth it. That's the easiest money I ever made, and that was in November. Okay, hang on a second. I'm putting you on hold. Your phone's too noisy. Uh... I think what I find most remarkable about this story is the fact that, despite the fact that he got $10,000 for his injury, his wife still fixed up his old pants. The Gas to Go Podcast. Uh, we're talking about the easiest money you ever made. God, so many phone calls here. I'm trying to get to as many of these as possible. Go ahead, though. Um, I used to be a bartender, and I was walking home one day, and it was, you know, about 2.30, 2.45, and I was walking down the road, and this guy has a bottle of beer in his hand, and his bike is kind of flipped over, like he's got the seat on the sidewalk, and he looks like he's trying to fix his chain, but he's totally drunk, so he's not getting anywhere, so I ask him, I'm like, oh, good road, do you need help? He's like, yeah, here, just hold my beer, so I'm like, whatever, so I hold his beer, and he, he does his things, fixes his chain, pulls out his wallet, hands me a $50 bill, grabs his beer back and says, thanks, bro, and just bikes away like nothing just happened. <laughs> so I got paid $50 to hold some guy's beer for probably 45 seconds. While he put his chain back on. Yeah, while he while he needed to fix his bike, that, that was worth $50 to him, was me holding that beer. Because, God forbid, you don't want to set your beer on the ground. Hey, Gunner, you guys still talking about the, the easiest money? Yeah, easy. the easiest money you ever made. Well, this falls into a bit of an awkward category between the cracks, but it wasn't always a lot of money, but it's hands down the most fun and the easiest job I've ever had. And that job was? I was a bike messenger for just shy of five years. So that was like waking up every morning, throwing the, the cutoff Daisy Dukes on, 
you know, if I felt sassy that day. Yeah. And uh, riding my bike around like a big kid all day. Did you cop the uh, surly, super condescending bike messenger attitude? Oh, absolutely. You have to after a little while. But you know what? Like, it was a tough break for a, for a little while. There's guys, like, there's, there's a code almost where uh, you can't talk to a guy for a couple months just to see if he'll stick it through the winter or not. Because it's we're year-round, right? And yeah. not yeah. everybody does it for as long as, you know what, I think they intend to do it or I think, think the job's a little bit more glamified. But. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what's your first name? Arden. What kind, what's the best tip you ever got? Oh, 20 bucks for delivering snow pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I can't stand jobs that have a code. Or people that adhere to some stupid code that requires you to shun the new guy for no other reason than the fact that he's the new guy. Why? The Modern Rock Tour. The Modern Rock Tour. Sonic Scott. The Modern Rock Tour with Garner Andrews and so much more. Can you guess what's behind the Modern Rock Tour? Chris was on the Sonic Rock Door this morning, and he ran right through the screen door of regret. It is not Weezer, hash pipe, so on Friday morning, $2,712 could be yours. Just correctly identify that mystery song and artist, and you get the money. It's pretty straightforward, and you can hit up Sonic1029.com. We're there. We keep a list of all the previous guesses. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekday mornings at 820 as the modern rock door jackpot grows. Sonic1029. Oh, Sonic1029. Modern rock. I have a great easy money story. Okay, I'm going to sit down in my chair, and I'm going to listen to your story. (laughs) Um, Graduating from high school, the least favorite uncle came and uh, on the night after I graduated he got super drunk caused a couple fights between family members, uh, specifically my mom. Hang on just a second here. What you're saying is the uncle that nobody ever talks about it ever or, or ever sees came to town and made your mom cry? Uh, no, because she was also drunk. Mm. I was the only one that didn't get drunk at my graduation. Yeah, okay, anyway. I just, I, it just, it seems like a cliche, the drunk uncle, but. I, I, you know, every time you guys talk about uncles on the radio, the bad uncle, the drunk uncle. The uncle no one talks about. Yeah, he's yeah. my uncle. Okay, so he comes to town, gets really, really hammered, gets yeah. in a fight. Gives me 200 bucks. The next day, he forgot and gave me another $200. And of course, you immediately told him, listen, Uncle Wayne, because they're all named Uncle Wayne. Listen, Uncle Wayne, you already gave me $200. Uh, I, I, I think I failed to mention that. What? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> when was the last time you saw Uncle Wayne or whatever well, his name is? Uh, here's the problem. After, uh, is, is this is Uncle Mike, actually. Uh-huh. Okay. After, uh, shortly after this, my... Um, well, actually, before that, my dad, unfortunately, had passed away, and this was his brother. Oh, I know where this is going. So, the, once my dad passed away, um, Uncle Mike tried to kind of move in on his dad's, or his brother's wife. wife. Oh, my God. Yeah, I knew. I could smell that coming. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, he kind of tried to move in on my mom, and then... Long story short, you're now your own grandpa. Well, uh, funny enough, on my 
my sort of my mom's side of the family, we joke about it, and we call him Uncle Dad as a joke. Okay, <laughs> uh, but four hundred dollars from Uncle Dad, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I was like, hey, paid his paid his way, I guess. Okay, <laughs> I gotta hear a clip of that now. ever hear about incest the garner andrew show to go hey how you doing good good hey i just flipped over just in time to hear the uh the guy talking about his moderately incestuous family well yeah it just i could smell the ending of that story coming from a mile away i knew that his troubled uncle <laughs> was going to move in on his mom see that's pretty awesome i have a similar story but it's a little bit more weird oh okay are you your You're own grandpa What's that? Are you your own grandpa? No, no. But as it turns out, my mother uh, dated my father's older brother before my father. Got pregnant. Had a baby. Gave her up for adoption. And, uh, and then they split up. My mother moved on to my father. And uh, so now I have... A half sister who is also half cousin. <laughs> is that awesome? I'm actually, you know, in war rooms in movies where they have the giant map and they're moving battleships around. <laughs> yes. I'm actually doing that, but with babies. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, but maybe not incestuous, but uh, definitely strange to say that I have a half cousin, half sister. Sure. Okay. How did we get from easy money to this? It's the Garner Andrews Show to go. Want to hear more stuff like this? Check out the Lane Mitchell Podcast. Available for free at Sonic1029.com. You started calling in with the stories about that wad of cash you stumbled upon. We The ultimate, though, and it's not like it's a, a lot of money, but the saddest but yet funniest story of them all so far is the guy that called the show yesterday morning. And uh, he's from a broken home, and he told the story of how his absentee father would pay him $50 for a hug. Wow. That is sad. You there, though. Go ahead. Try and top that. So, uh, my company has a main office downtown, and I was due for my first date, and I hate parking downtown. So last, uh, it was February, sorry. So February, I went and I took a bus downtown. And I got off the bus and I go around the corner and sitting in front of, on the ground all over the floor, like all over the ground outside is 20s and 50s, like tons of money here. I'm talking lots of 20s and 50s. Just laying on the sidewalk? All over the ground. There's people walking by, nobody's stopping, nobody cares. I feel like I'm on a candid camera show. Like I'm sure as soon as I go to touch it, somebody's going to like set off, you've been caught or something like that. Yeah, it's going to get yoinked away. Yeah, so I panic. I shove it all in my pocket, and now I'm paranoid because I have this much cash on me. I have no idea how much it is. I call the cops. I turn it in. So I spend the whole morning in my CPR. We're supposed to watch Blue Eyed Beach or something, which is some, I don't know, something about why CPR is important in Australia, involving lifeguards. I'm pumped for this. I miss it all. Talking to the cops. (laughs) So I... I deal with the cops, and I don't think anything more of it. And then last week, 
there comes a check from the city of Edmonton for $1,980, which is exactly the amount uh, I picked up. Oh, because, yeah, after a certain amount of time, if nobody claims it, right, you get it back? I guess so. But nobody, everybody else was just walking by all this cash. There were people walking by. Nobody even stopped. Nobody even gave it a second look. That's and it was right in front of the doors I had to go into. There was no way I could I could pass it wow. without acknowledging it. Okay. So what, what are you going to do with all this money? I don't know. I put it in the bank and I'm going to let it sit there until I figure something out. I'm trying to buy a house right now. Yeah. So I could use it for rentals. I could save it for when I'm house poor. I could still go on a vacation or two. Or you could just put it in that, uh, that savings account in the bank and just roll in that interest that the banks are paying you. <laughs> Like $2 a yeah, month. if that. It's a podcast from Sonic 1029. Hey, Garner, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Not bad. Hey, I was just listening to that girl that uh, found that cash. Yeah, she found $1,980 just blowing around the sidewalk downtown, turned it into the cops, thought nothing more of it. Just last week, she gets a check, check in the mail for $1,980. They turn it back to you. Yeah, they do turn it back. Um... Back in the 90s, like the early 90s, some lady walking her dog, it was in the paper, she found like 37000 in cash in a plastic bag. And she turned it into the cops, and they kept it for 30 days, and then she got the money back, but she only got back like half of it. Huh? And, and her son, like he was really an elderly guy, or she was an elderly lady, and her son looked into it, and they charged like $17,000 to store it, process it, and everything else and he went to the papers and everything and she ended up getting the full amount back so she should look and see if there was more money and if they charged her uh, storage fee well i think if we go to the replay room hang on us i think she says something about how that was the exact amount of money she found or something like that cue that up please amber and then last week there comes a check from the city of edmonton for 1980 dollars which is exactly the amount that i picked up Oh, okay. So it was exactly that amount. Yeah, because I know that, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that, that, that lady found like that 37 grand and they took half of it. That would, they ended up giving it back to her. So. Good. That would suck if you lost half of it to service charges and handling fees. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, I, I mean, hey, if that's the cost to store money people can give it to me and i'll take half and store it for them whatever they well like. there does need to be some incentive to turn money in and if you know you're going to lose half of it to the police department or the city what's why would you turn it in exactly so uh other than because you're doing the right thing and you're a good person but if how- i found that kind of cash it would be hidden under my mattress i wouldn't tell a soul <laughs> This is the Garner Andrews Show to go. Like, get the hell out of here.